Testicles, one, two, testicles. Welcome back, everybody, to the show. This is Paranoid Radio Podcast. Thank you so much for joining me. For the people that do not know and they're just tuning in, my name is Troubles Garcia, and I am the humble host of this amazing episode, amazing show with amazing content for amazing listeners like you. Ladies and gentlemen, the person that's going to be joining me on the main conversation and topic of today is Big Tank, the best co in the motherfucking planet. Big Tank, salute, salute. That is right. Ladies and gentlemen, he is not here for the intro, but I'm doing this intro to basically set the mood and, and, and jump in from the deep end of the pool uh ladies and gentlemen striking with iron is hot this topic is going to be a little nostalgic for all of us and i edited it to a point where it does not talk shit to the generation that has passed or that are coming now we're just basically mentioning the truth that a lot of the fucking things that are happened that happened in the 90s are uh, have a grasp and are straight impactful still to this day in 2023 from the entertainment industry to movies to music to the way you dress ladies and gentlemen this is 90s forever before all of that I need to remind you guys that Paranoid Radio Podcast is now absolutely free on all podcast platforms. As a matter of fact, you can check us out on Amazon Music, Apple Podcasts, and Spotify. These are the main three major platforms, but we are also on many other platforms. And if you want to know what other platforms we're on international, on an international scale, go to ParanoidRadio.com on the menu, take a visit, and check out our website where you can see deleted videos that got us banned in TikTok, um, special shout-outs from, from uh, influencers and friends, etc., etc., etc. Go down to the drop menu. You can also find the special guests and links that we've had on the show. And also, you'll be able to find all the platforms that we are available today absolutely free as a matter of fact i want to make sure also to shout out and give special thanks to our longest and first sponsor of the show los cuñados bullies check this out ladies and gentlemen as big tank has told you before this is going to be the official commercial so check this out los cuñados bullies is the newest dog breeding organization to hit the valleys of la that's right in fact now that the season's upon us they have the hottest dog species in the market ready to spread seeds with the best dog handling experience with guaranteed results Featuring two Frenchy Bulldogs, Mr. Tekken, the baddest Blue Merle, Osito, the Sable King, and Thor, the upcoming Pocket Bully Stud. That is right, all within a well-rounded camp and a set of beautiful puppies in the works with Canela, the baddest Don Frenchy. From Los Cuñados Bullies, we want to send shout-outs and mad love to all the audience and listeners. And if you use promo code PARANOI on your next purchase today, in new addition to your familia, Los Cuñados Bullies will bless you with an amazing discount. Make sure you check out Los Cuñados Bullies on Instagram, Los underscore. Or cuñados underscore bullies on Instagram. That is the fucking commercial I set up for fucking Big Tag. Big Tag, I hope you give me a hug for that one, guys. So, ladies and gentlemen, stay tuned for the next part of the show. This is the conversation I had with Big Tag. I hope you guys enjoyed this filler episode. I really enjoyed it myself. We're preparing amazing uh, sit-downs, amazing interviews with amazing people. And as a matter of fact, with people that we've had on the show before, I'm working on getting um, rhinos, uh, uh, conspiracy theorists, and, and, and deep state correspondents. And you already know what's up. Next week, we're having Flash from Flash underscore News one blow the fuck up talking about kennedy jr trump and all the good shit about q on so make sure you stay tuned ladies and gentlemen this is paranoid podcast enjoy paranoid radio 
Dennis right big tank thank you for those two amazing stories as always doing an amazing job ladies and gentlemen boys and girls we have an amazing episode lined up for all of you guys with filled with nostalgia and historical events that are shaping our present day I want to say teenagers today wear the Edgar the Edgar 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 haircut, haircut aka the mushroom haircut like the Dumb and Dumber movies sometimes overall <laughs> the overalls and the flannels are back and all we need now is neon colored colored windbreakers in the city hey, well, hold on hold on hold on hold on what's wrong with flannels <laughs> I love flannels. No, no, no. I, I love yeah, yeah, yeah. What do you mean, though? Oh, yeah, you're making a scene. No. You got no, no, something no. to say? What I'm trying Put to say is that they're on the flannel back. Name, homie. They're no, back. Yeah. <laughs> they are here. He who controls the past controls the future, guys. I've told you that many times in this show before. Imagine if we cut deep into the 80s and the satanic panic or the 70s and the cocaine syndicates. Imagine if we knew how for how long we've been told the future through the past. With the computer revolution came the internet, the floppy disk, the pager, the Nokia cell phone, and with that, the death of childhoods outside in the sun and the de deterioration of mental health. On Fridays and Saturday nights, family-based sitcoms and shows like Sábado Gigante ruled undisputed until the takeover of reality TV. We could thank the MTV for that in the early 90s. Today, we will discuss the trends and lost valuables of the 1990s, the golden finale of a century that gave birth to us millennials. Moreover, how the programming and the culture in every aspect has been weaponized and repackaged in 2023. Welcome to the 90s forever, babies. That is right. Millennials in the fucking house. Big Tank, what's up, what's up? Salute, salute, Big Dog. I, hey, Big Dog, I have a question. Did Hit you me. get a chance to use a pager? No. I had it as a toy because by the time I was I was born in 1990, fool. So by the time pagers were in, I was like five six. So you know I wasn't a full on pager dude. Yeah, <laughs> like, no, no, no. Because I remember that was more of an 80s type of thing. I mm -hmm. mean, especially a local drug dealers fucking mm, had it right there. Do, 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 as a matter of fact, it would it was a problem for for high school kids to have pagers back then because it would it would connect them to drug dealing and they would it's kind of like if you put like me right i'm tatted balled up you see me in the streets oh he's affiliated to gangsters or, or fucking cholos in la right that's what they thought like people would see these these pages and teenagers are like oh they're drug dealers now talking yes, about drugs yes. you know what let me drop something for let me drop some knowledge for you real quick did you know what do you know what was the most common drug used recreationally and sold over the counter in 1990 that's still the biggest drug today in the streets? Cocaine. No, painkillers. Oh. Trip the fuck out. Oh, I did the research okay. yesterday. I seen the graph from 1990 to 2022. 2022, dog. That was a year ago, dog. The, the high, it, it has gone 5.9% up every year from 1990. Whoa. It's been two, two, three decades of this shit already. And the painkillers have been the most sold and used recreationally. When I mean recreationally, it means... You yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. Yeah, Oxycontin. I mean, all of those have definitely have a major impact. Fuck, mm -hmm. okay. Shit, I didn't even think about it. Honestly, honestly, I was thinking like cocaine, heroin, cocaine, cowboys. You got me? <laughs> ah, shit, okay. Cocaine shit, and I cocaine accessories. Yeah, <laughs> we'll talk, we'll talk. I mean, that's the first thing that popped into my head. Let's be honest about it. And, and and who could ever forget the the fucking culture? Now the reason we're bringing the, the '90s into this conversation that I was speaking with Tank is because I feel like the '90s is um from the '90s there hasn't been new transformation of culture at all. Let's talk about music. Whoa, for a time. Oh, okay, 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 okay. It's been quote unquote 
changed, but there hasn't really been a significant revamping of it. Yeah, I mean, yeah, yeah stuff has changed, but it's pretty much been staying the same. For example, if we're talking about 50s, 60s, how it was more of a rock. You get I mean? Then he went into the 70s and 80s, which was more of a disco electric type of dance feel to it. And then when he went into the 90s, well, the, he had that hardcore well, rock was huge in the 80s. Oh, it was, rock it was, was it was. Metal. It was, it was, yeah. Uh, but it, as it digressed, I mean, all we've had is gangster rap to just different genres of rap to now it be called club music. And even then, you're still, it's still a major entendre if we're talking, if we're being honest about it. Pop culture in general, dog. Pop culture in general has been re, 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 relabeled and repackaged today. Let's say, for example, the fucking, the, the clothes, right? Like I told you, my daughter is 12 years old. And she goes to middle school. She's in sixth grade. And she wears the shoes and the fucking clothes that kids were wearing, like a brat's kid. The kids were wearing uh, the, the Steve Madden shoes, the fucking, the, 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 the Selena pants, the fucking yeah, the, layered, yeah. the chokers. All of that shit's back now, at least in California, here in California, what I'm talking about. I mean, these kids are recreating. And what they don't know is, is that the same shoes that they purchased <clears throat> last week, or that they purchased at the mall that they desire to have the fucking Air Maxes, the 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 you know the the famous shoes, Air Jordans, are yeah. the shoes that were glorified in the fucking nineties. Not to mention the NBA. Did you know that also the fucking uh, there was a big problem in the nineties where baseball lost a lot of fans and a lot of uh, viewers because all the players went on strike. This fuck it was fucking no. trippy. Yeah, it was trippy, dog. Baseball lost a lot of viewership that decade, and NBA, the NBA was able to uh, to fucking blow the fuck up. And who blew up the fuck NBA? Michael Jordan and the, the GOAT, the original GOAT. And no one has ever been able to surpass the sales of Michael Jordan's shoes in any other fucking decade after Jordan. And that's fact. You can check that out. Even Kobe. Yeah. No, no. Yeah. yeah. I, I, I see. Yeah, I've seen. I've definitely seen that. I mean... Let's be honest about it. It's like Nelly with the Air Force Ones. Air Force Ones before Nelly, before he came out with a song. Uh, he even said himself, they were priced at like 45, 50 bucks. Mm-hmm. And then all of a sudden, it just jumped from 85, 90. Right now, I think they're like 105 for mm-hmm. some Air Force Ones. And it's just different variations. Now, I mean, personally, I've seen them I go for like two something one. when they come out. Dog, when people oh, buy when they're all custom. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I've seen them. Yeah. I mean, so. It definitely is. Ah, shit. You're. I mean, okay. So, if there hasn't been a new style and it's just been more of a revamp and switching it, what does that mean, though? I mean, okay. So, you and I both grew up in the nineties. Uh huh. Um, I want to say we came from a pretty much a Hispanic Latino household. Uh-huh. So, for the most part, it was what. 501, 569s, black collar shirt slash dressing shirt, some type of vans or Air Forces type of ordeal. Casual. That uh-huh. yeah, casual. Yeah, casual. That was ba- that was basically the thing. Um <laughs> then it sort of you had a subsection. What was it after that? If I remember correctly, the whole uh what was it? The the whole techno phase, the real tight pants, the five thirteens, the five elevens, you get me? But the even the nineties was huge with the rave scene. I don't know if you know, but the 
the the the rave scene blew the fuck up underground warehouse raves back when they were the word rave now they're called music festivals and i come from that world bro the word rave was big in the 1990s when ecstasy came to happen it happened in the early late 90s a matter of fact the biggest music festival creators today uh, uh, Pasquale, the owner of Insoniac, the one that creates the biggest uh, music festival in the fucking Western Hemisphere, EDC, created his raves and started throwing raves in LA in the 1990s. He's in, you know, he bloomed in the 90s. He was, a, who could ever fucking forget about the, the, the neon color, c- colors? All of that's coming in today back, fool. You know what, dog? I'm going to be honest with you. Even music, movies. I'm, let's jump into the movies, dog. All of the fucking movies that were created in the 90s, not only in the 90s, they've been recreated, but most of the movies that have been created in the 90s, these franchises, they have been relabeled and restructured and resold to the public today in these fucking past decades. I mean, the past couple of years. I cannot think any other decade that has been replicated the most. And the one thing that I could honestly say that has destroyed the creativity of all entertainment and culture, it has to be technology, dog. Everybody wants to be a content creator now. So everybody wants to be a fucking DJ. Everybody wants to be a co-host or or a, a podcast show host. Yeah, everybody, oh yeah, 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 definitely. Yeah, fuck oh, yeah. you. <laughs> <laughs> everybody has something to say and something to do. And a lot of us, instead of being, I want to say, hmm, original, original, they became consumers. And it's so easy now to just fucking keep consuming, right? To an extent, it's so easy now to just keep fucking. Um, Keep keep trolling on the internet or keep quiet in, in your house and be be extra, be blown up in, in in the digital world. It's so easy to do that now. We didn't have that in the fucking nineties. You get what I'm saying? You know what? I can see it because I mean, shit. Let's talk about past to present. I mean, I'm not gonna dive in deep into the movies because I don't have too many off the top of my head. Mm-hmm. But I will say, Power Rangers flourished. Uh, Pokemon flourish, Dragon Ball Z flourish, and they're not letting them die. Dragon Ball and Dragon Ball still live today. It was exactly it was released in, it was in 1995. Yes. Well, just take a look at the whole Pokemon saga. They're finally getting rid of Ash, but mm-hmm. what does that mean for Pokemon? Yeah, they're gonna introduce a new series, but is it gonna flop? Is it gonna go? But they're mm-hmm. trying to revamp it. I mean, shit. As far as movies go. I mean, one of the earliest Transformers that I remember was the whole Beast Wars. They brought just that one out. They turned it from a TV show to an actual movie. That's I mean, a, and that was a 90s cartoon. And they, now exactly. they brought it back. They're retelling the stories. Just, you, they, 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 they revamped the animated story. 90s was a revamping of animation too, bro. Toy Story. Yeah. And this is fact. Toy Story shaped the new animation industry into computer animation. That was the fucking movie. Pixar and Disney where it made so much money on the off that fucking movie and so many and and, and made, became a staple in animation because they transformed animation from stop animation uh, not necessarily called I think it's called stop animation that, that like the pictures that stop to computer animation computer animation blew the fuck up after that that's fucking crazy who who could forget fucking nightmare before christmas in 1994 1992 i believe another fucking banger Another staple that one. The only reason that they lost that year was because another great fucking movie came out, which fucking blew up the fucking uh, the special effects world. Was Jurassic Park? Talking about Jurassic Park, Jurassic Park has been retold in twenty twenties. Yeah, you go you go watch Jurassic World, the same fucking movie as Jurassic Park, just different effects, new dinosaurs, new faces, but the same fucking story. You tell mm-hmm. uh, 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 fallen uh, fallen out. Uh, what's it called? A uh, fallen. Uh, 
Fallen Kingdom and Dominion, the other two fucking movies, there's six movies of Jurassic now, they're all telling the same fucking story that the first original movie. There's nothing new under the sun. It's fucking insane. It, it It's fucking insane, dog. Even the music. Uh, when that song come out, dog? Uh, uh, I don't want to know if you're playing me. Keep it. Is that a 2000? Yeah, yeah, it's like a 2001. Yeah, yeah, I know it, John. I know it, John. <laughs> well, so, so even are you saying are you saying the nineties have never officially ended? I think the nineties is the last. I'm gonna tell you something about the nineties. The nineties has become a staple. And I like this conversation because it's really freestyle. The the nineties. I'm not saying the nineties was the fucking best era because I know there's other people out there that think the eighties were. The, I think eighties were a very strong era as well, culturally. Well, I mean, I think if you ask anybody, whatever the year they're born, and they're gonna say they had the best. Exactly. Era. Exactly. I but, will say, I will say, we were the last era where we actually kids got to be kids and play outside. And I when, will say that. Well, we saw the ending of that era and the beginning of the digital world era because yes. technology destroyed everything, dog. If it wasn't for technology, we would still have our kids outside playing bikes. Bike sales have gone down. Now you have tablets. You see what I'm saying? It's the difference. I, I agree with that. I agree with that because let's be honest about it. I mean, scheduled program for people that were able to afford cable or satellite in the 90s it was pretty rare i mean not uh -huh. rare but i mean uh -huh. not everybody had not everybody and had most it. of us had the cable stolen because our homies used to, used to bring it out yeah <laughs> stolen exactly. cable or the but even cables. then you only had certain times to watch certain things for example if you went on cartoon network they didn't have that good programming every single time there was a lot of shows that we just didn't like you know uh -huh. i mean so you'd pick and choose which what time you'd be out what time you'd come in and mm -hmm. if you didn't even have that you only watched as soon as you got home from about 3 30 to 5 3 o'clock mm -hmm. to 5 you'd have those two three hours of cartoons and then it would switch over on channel 5 or channel 11 and then yes. you wouldn't watch cartoons until saturday you'd get full four or five hours of cartoons so after that you'd get off because why you weren't interested maybe you were depending on your age what will smith sabrina the teenage witch reality mm -hmm. shows Mm -hmm. Or even then, I mean, dive a little bit more. I Every mean, show is reality show now. It's, it's, it's yeah, like yeah. Takeover reality shows, like what the fuck, you know? I mean, shit. Look at Channel Five and Eleven during the week. They had that's literally all they had. Now they don't even have that. Now they're having what bills before the birth of two and a half men. What they have before Gilmore Girls, Friends, Seinfeld, and then they just started multiplying and evolutionizing. I mean, yes. even when Simpsons came out, they were such a broad, short timing. Now, in some channels, you'll go and they'll have a whole Simpsons marathon, or you could have the Simpsons marathon on yourself yeah. watching Disney. Yeah. So, uh -huh. I mean, sh hey, okay. You're not wrong about that because it does, it does affect. Some kids don't value the outside. They want to be tablet sitting down. So, yeah. I Let me see. ask you something. How is it? Okay, so for us millennials, where I honestly... We're not the okay. Look, we are not the best generation. I don't think there is a best generation, but I am going to say that we're probably the most adaptable generation. Control the millennials, you control the next forty years of of, of not only political climates but also culture. And the reason I'm saying is because through me, and I'll put it like this: I'm gonna give just my example. Through okay. me, it has been very easy for me to adapt to have a tablet or a phone or a fucking cell phone and give that to my kids for entertainment, right? It's so okay. easy for me to do that. But at the same time, I could also find myself being proactive and taking them out and showing them well how to play dodgeball outside. You see what I'm saying? Yeah. Okay, yeah. okay. so I, I, I'm completely four adaptable square. on both rounds. <laughs> oh, four square or fucking tether ball. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> so I feel like 
we're so adaptable, but also very influential and be, be very influenced on. As a matter of fact, I think a lot of the things that were fed to us in the 1990s through cartoons, entertainment, and the music industry are now taking effect on little generations. And we're that little generation. For example, in the 1990s, we were having drug, drug selling music, and now we're consuming drug user music. But have you ever noticed that for us, millennials, it's very hard to accept these mumble rappers or these mumbling fucking losers that... They don't know what the fuck they're talking about. They only, all they talk about is about being high with fucking. Hey, compared to the Gen Zs, that that's all they love, though. I mean, hey, Gen Zs, my brother, and a little bit further down, all they seem to love is all their mumble rappers, the catchy beat per se, with no real lyric behind it, as opposed to our generations that we love the punchlines, we love the flows that some exactly. people are sleeping on. So I I had this conversation the other day where this guy said he's like. Eh, Little Wayne's whatever's, and I'm like, what? And I'm like, me and you are huge Little Wayne fans. You're yeah. probably a bigger <laughs> Little Wayne fan than he me. Saved, he so saved I, my. He saved I took me it personally. I took it personally. Like, I'm like, oh shit, if we just like, one, if we just slap me across, the yeah. Face, what do you mean? <laughs> and, I, and I'm like, what do you mean? Who could take him out? And I thought he was gonna give me some J Cole, some Kendrick to throw at me. He said, little so baby. He goes, no, no, no. He didn't even say little baby. He's like, oh, just pick any of the SoundCloud rappers. Most of them are better than them. I'm like, fool, you talking about those emotional, dysfunctional motherfuckers that all they every, do is... Yes. Every SoundCloud rapper today, the biggest rapping names in rap today, you ask them who their favorite rapper is, Google it. I'm not lying. Ask them who their favorite rapper is, and amongst the top five, it's going to be Lil Wayne. Lil Baby, Lil Wayne. The biggest rappers today. Low Wayne. It's it's funny. I, I actually find it funny that a lot of them, now that you're bringing that up, has no real context. But a lot of them are actually saying, throwing Drake in there in the top five. But yeah. I, yeah. I, I'm not, okay, okay. The only reason I'm going to debate that one is because Drake has had some skill. He does have some skill, 110%. Uh, but he's been able to make it really famous and always be in the billboard. He's always relevant. Yeah. So, I mean, I will say that. I mean, I'm not going to say he's the best lyrically or anything like that. I love, love mm -hmm. shit. I love me some Drake all day. You get me? Shit, mm -hmm. a lot of his earlier shit. I mean, shit. The other day I played uh, fucking, um, uh, fuck, what's the name of the song? What's the name of the song? Was it, was it Ransom? Or I forgot what? I, I, I was listening to the entire... Uh, Thank me later, and nothing was the same album. I went back to back, dog. They're good. It was part of the Thank Me Later. It was part of, uh, no, it wasn't, no, it wasn't even Thank Me Later. It was part of the one of the first mistakes. Ransom was pretty good. Ransom was one of those lyric ones where he, okay, he okay. topped off lyrically. I, I think it was Ransom, and I think I posted it on the on the IG, and my cousin goes, my cousin from uh, Arizona, He's he goes, uh, no, no, no. He's like, that's Drake. I'm like, yeah, it doesn't sound nothing like the current day. I'm all oh, at yeah. all. Uh, at all, at all. So, it's because I mean, they they have to reinvent themselves to keep selling. You know, they. I get that. Like, I get. I get. They have to follow the trend. You know. Yeah. Yeah. No. No. I get it. I get it. They have to follow talking, the trend. Talking about the reinvention, it's it, and even at that where rappers came in and you know like they're fucking so influential and shit and even the music that we're listening to now, but we're so easy to accept the, the change and yeah. it's because because we were programmed that way. I'm going to ask you something. And this is just me being a conspiracy theorist. But if you okay. ask me what Jurassic Park, and I'm saying Jurassic Park again, because this is one of the biggest conspiracies that I was th thinking of. I was brewing up in my head and I mentioned it to you. Jurassic Park to me was one of the best fucking movies cinematic ever made. Okay. Next to fucking Matrix. And even at that, I'm going to bring Matrix in too. 
Jurassic Park tells a story of humankind remaking and recreating dinosaurs. They didn't only really destroy the dinosaur era, the dinosaur look for us because dinosaurs are not lizards. And now we know that they're connected to fucking feathered predators, which are fucking birds. But also the idea of DNA coding, DNA hacking, and genetically changing sexes through biotech that has been war accepted everywhere. We're accepting it because it was entertaining to see a dinosaur. First of all, in Jurassic Park, what they did was they made all female dinosaurs. When you put all women anything in a fucking jail or all men anything in a jail, what's the first thing that they're going to fucking do? They're going to fuck. They're all going to fuck. Women and women uh, matter. Yeah. don't matter. That's yeah, what they I do. I don't, think they go, I don't think they go in there fucking. I no, mean, but, look, but, but look, you put any sex on any sex, they're still going to smash, dog. That's part of fucking... That's, that's, that's how your body works, okay? So, okay, so... But what they said was, instead of... But how do you know what sex of what animal gives birth? There's only one type of gender that gives birth that's able to give birth which is women so why would they want to put only women dinosaurs and then they come out to say we put african frog dna into the dna of the dinosaurs which is why they came out looking different and they why why they were able to change their sex to fucking repopulate so now they were having uncontrolled populations of dinosaurs coming out you know through eggs naturally way because of the dna frog whatever the point here is we accept that in 1992 and now we're accepting it in humankind in 2022. In well, I wouldn't, I wouldn't say we're accepting it because there's fights everywhere. I wouldn't say we're accepting it. Um, okay, yeah, yeah, I, I get it, I, I get it. Yeah, I yeah, I think that's a little bit of a. But it's pro. I know I'm reaching. You could say I'm fucking reaching, but to me, it's programming, dog. It's. I, I wouldn't say. I wouldn't say it's programming. I mean, at the end of the day, I mean. Has there always been this issue? Yeah. I mean, you have to look at all the wars that have ever gone on. Women have played the role as a man to go to war. Uh, women have also always been trying to be, quote, seen equal as men. Doesn't mean that they're uh, that they're going to be considered themselves a male. You get me? Oh, but I think I identify as a male, so you have to accept me. No. Um, look, it has a lot of similarities. I will say that. You get me? Um. I will have to say that, yeah, is it a bit of coincidence? Yeah, it is. I'm not going to dispute that, none whatsoever. I do think in this point of view, this era's point of age, it's not so much understanding. It's more the concept of it I in, the, in that sense. I don't think it's a bad thing. I don't necessarily think it's a good thing. I, it doesn't affect me. For the most part, you know I mean, I haven't had it affect me, the whole transgender thing or believing it, it being in one way. It's more of a. Oof. I can't say somebody's wrong. You know, I mean, I, I don't know what they're going through. I'm personally going to tell you, nah, fool, you fucking born with a dick. I mean, you're a male. That's it. You get me? I mean, like, let's be honest about it. I mean, I do find a lot of the topics that they do bring up. It's like, oh, you can't misidentify anybody because you have to remember when you're born, doctor looks at you. Guess what? You have a dick. Oh, yeah. boy. You don't. Okay. That's it. Yeah. yeah. If you don't, you're female. Okay. I mean, that's definitely 100% gender identification. But I mean, it's a common truth. When you die, 
they're not going to look at your headstone or whatever it is. Or let's say a cement, a cementary gets blown up and there's pieces everywhere. They're going to look at your femur. Oh, this, this was a male. This was a female. That's all they're going to see. They're not going to be like, Oh, what are, what are your pronouns? What are you believing in? Well, what do you call yeah, yourself? Exactly. I mean, so I do find that a little bit of a more on the ignorant blissful side, if I'm going to be honest. And I'm using those words really lightly. I'm not trying to, uh, get anybody mad you're being but, you're being you're being but you're being careful you're being emotionally yeah yeah but, yeah but but in realistically all bluntness you're either male or female if you feel some type of way hey there's nothing i can say and do or say about exactly. that you know only you only, only know that you were born with an xx or an xy chromosome exactly exactly i mean just because you, you know feel some type of way it's it, i don't know it's it's funny because even the movie, uh, uh, this is another observation, another one of my favorite movies, The Matrix. The Matrix was born, it came out in 1999, March 31st. And then The Matrix was a fucking movie that people saw it as, ah, it was it was impactful. The movie was amazing cinematically, right? Right? Yeah. It was a great work of, of, of art, of, of artists and, and, and actors coming together and, and handling business. But the story, it's now... Instead of us being the battery, because you know in the movie Matrix, we were batteries? Yeah, yeah. Batteries. Batteries equal consumerism. That's what I think of it. The Matrix was a documentary telling us what the forthcoming of the next century would do. The next century, the next fucking millennium. When the two, when two YK came out, dog, people didn't know, were only scared about the fucking, about, about apocalyptic havoc right and the fucking and, and the pre, and the computers crashing because from 1999 to 2000 there was a big hack there was a big bug in all the computer systems around the fucking world economically and politically and and everything there was a there was a problem where people said oh there's gonna be a collapse first economically and then the fucking civilization is gonna fucking rot and that's what they thought people were fucking selling bunkers this is what the biggest this is what bunkers were in dog like yep. the bunkers were created this is what people were like oh shit i need to get my fucking emergency stash out my emergency backpack out and shit. people were really prepping for doomsday so it got to a point where the matrix is telling us a story of how we were going to become slaves not not directly to computers but maybe through ai Maybe through through to digital through the fucking metaverse, and still to this day, you tell me what can you do without technology? Okay, so not to put your fucking your, your tronies out there, but you're you're in you're in the pest control business, dog, and you're probably doing fucking very fucking well, and you're still I'm, you're you're probably using today more technology than they have ever used in that company, and not only that company in the industry. Every well, industry now has been glued and fucking synchronized that cannot pro dude. There's fucking automated McDonald's in Colorado now. Like it's just exactly like what, like what we told you. How long more? Maybe 20 more years until we see the complete takeover of automated everything. I definitely do think some yes. For example, the mail industry. Uh, the newspaper oh. are basically non-existent. You get me? Everything is all digital for the most part. When's the last time you actually went to go buy a newspaper? You get me? Most of it pops up on your newsfeed. Oh, shit. I didn't even notice that shit. Yeah. The, yeah, little, venting, the little vendors are not there anymore. Exactly. Exactly. I mean, my those, kid will uh, never see that. The payphone. Exactly. My kids will never see the payphone. Exactly. The payphone. <laughs> exactly. Exactly. Um, I Look, I... One of the... I guess best things that we could say is that we got to see a bit of the old with a bit of the new because we were the last basically generation that got to live with that. Mm -hmm. I don't think it's necessarily a bad thing because we do have to evolve to not say stagnant or anything. Uh -huh. I mean, I 
it's like I don't want to get too conspiracy with it or anything, but the U.S. was a dominant for a really long time. Yeah, dominant. I mean, now with the whole BRICS thing going on, the change of currency. I mean, yes, is that a sign that the U.S. has slipped a little? Yeah, don't get mm. me wrong. I mean, there's been thousands of change. Look how England felt. You get me? Mm-hmm. After they were no longer the power, remember the England sun will never set. I mean, the the British sun will never set. You get yeah, me? The sun, yeah, will never set on British Empire. Yep, so I, I mean, it and even then, and they were dismantled the, very quick after fucking Germany rose. Yeah, I remember it, that it, shit. Uh, so I mean, so I'm not saying change is bad. You got me. Everything has to go up. Everything has to go down. It's always good to have a competitive season, even in basketball. Shit, when the Warriors were winning back to back to back titles. You get me? Uh, LeBron fucking rose. You get me? LeBron yeah. rose or rose again. He had to reinvent himself, see how he's playing. Even right now, tell mm-hmm. me a greater athlete that's still being able to do half of stuff like he can. You get me? Whether mm-hmm. he's doing it naturally or not, who the fuck knows? Mm-hmm. You get me? Uh-huh. But I don't necessarily think it's a bad thing. I think uh-huh. it's just easier ways that people are taking advantage of it. You get me? Sometimes it, it, it does the, help. The 90s had to be part of the most impactful decade i don't want to say millennials and as a generation the most impactful decade right before 9-11 because even at that you couldn't travel you cannot travel like in the 90s in the 90s you would get on a plane and with with ease travel around the fucking world now yes yes you cannot travel without fucking taking off your shoes and stanking up the whole place like i'm talking about not only that the fucking Patriot Act, where now they can listen to your phones and iPad. There's a reason why fucking uh, what's the creator of the of the iPhone? What's the creator? Uh, what's his name? Steve Jobs. Steve Jobs. Reason, Steve Jobs said this this shit live. My kids are not allowed to touch iPads or iPhones, and this is the fucking technology that he invented. And his kids are not allowed to touch it. There's a specific reason why, because he is tied with the government at this point, where the technology needs to be used or has to or could be used by the government at any given point to fucking spy and listen to its civilians, which is, I mean, to a point to keep us safe in the name of safety, in the name, not in the name of freedom, because freedom has been repackaged also. In the name of safety, the world will never be the same from 1999 and on forward. And I know the 911 happened in 2001, but even at that, you see what I'm saying, right? Like, no, I get it. I get it. The music, everything, the culture has been really. I, I, dude, I, there was a video where I saw where where uh, vanilla ice, ice vanilla, what's his name? Vanilla ice. I forgot his fucking name. Ice vanilla ice. Uh, homie, he has two daughters that are in the, and they're in their twenties and they're in college and they're saying they're telling him that he's a fucking badass because of his style because everybody's retro today. Dude, the Mario movie just came out. When did Mario come out, dog? 1985, 1995, around yeah, there. Yeah. Look Nintendo how big. Yes. Nintendo's actually going to be dropping fucking a whole fucking movie universe now. You get me? Almost the same way as fucking Marvel. They're going to be dropping. We're going to see Metroid. We're going to see King Kong. Who so do many you think they're targeting shit. that to? Millennials, dog. Yeah, 110%. This is the people that you, when you, dude, if you, I, my, my wife went and my, my my wife told me, yeah, there was a lot of kids, but there were so many people my age out there for watching yeah, that fucking yeah. movie because there's their their nostalgia. You see what I'm saying? Chicharron right? was trying to go twice to go see it. Dog, Chicharron. <laughs> Chicharron, the homie Chichas from fucking. The homie Chichas, the homie Chichas. Hey, shout the out, big homie. Shout out to the homie Chicharron. And thank you for your service, Chichas. The, the, Chichas are shakies. <laughs> that the the 90s were definitely something extremely impactful that was still to this day have not aged or or it's aged well 
to be honest with you. Yeah, I could say yeah, that. Yeah, I could say yeah. that very proudful. At the same a never time, never-ending cycle. So sense. Never-ending cycle, and it has not because of technology. We have not been able to progress culturally around yeah. the fucking world. The dream team. When was the dream team put together? Can you remind me? In the fucking nineties. Nineties. In the in the in the beginning, the United States of America was not able to fucking use any of the NBA athletes to fucking work or play in the Olympics, the basketball section of Olympics. When the Olymp the Olympics decided that the organization decided to allow NBA players from the United States of America to play. The dream team was made. This was a culmination of the dream team. They went on and getting gold in the Olympics, and the dream team after that was dead. You ask me who won the last fuck. I think it was China that won the fucking the last gold NBA. I mean, yeah. the, the last gold Olympic basketball. See, like right. even at that, it, the, the culture it was at its peak right before technology came in and fucking fucked us over. Right, you're right. You're right. You're right. Hell, this has been a this has been a trip, Doug. This has definitely <laughs> been time. a trip. Let them know where they can find you. Do not tell them in 1992. Where were you born? 1994. <laughs> yeah, 93. <laughs> you're 93. Yeah. I'm 93. Right, I'm 93. Aren't you 91? I'm a 90 foot off. Hey, for you, disrespect. You really made it. You really made it. You really made it. I'm a real dog. Shut up. Shut up, French show. So you guys will catch you at EKNAT 626 once again, EKNAT 626. Let me know what you guys are not feeling, what you guys are feeling. Did you yes. guys like this? Did you guys not? Was it good enough for you or did you need more conspiracy in it? Let us know. What was your main focus? What was your first? What was your favorite song from the 90s? What was your favorite movie from the 90s? What was your style like in the 90s? What type of drugs were you using in the 90s? Let us know. Drop that comment on the DM and fucking Instagram. I want to know all about your drug use. I mean, all about your stuff. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Hit us up at ParanoiaRadio.com. ParanoiaRadio.com. Big Tank, thank you so much for being here. And thank you, all of you guys, for joining us again on this 90s throwback. 90s forever, baby. That's right. Till next time. <laughs>